and welcome to Project Zion Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Linkhart, and today's interview is part of our new series called Nice to Matcha, where we invite guests to share about themselves and the new ways they are serving in ministry with Community of Christ. Today, our guest is Apostle Mareva Arnot Chang. Hello, Mareva, welcome. Hello, hello, everyone, and thank you for welcoming me. (laughs) I feel uh, really honored to be here and to share uh, with you today. Well, thank you so much, and I know it's very early your time in French Polynesia as we gather today. So Effective World Conference 2023, Mareva now serves as the president of the Council of Twelve Apostles. She is the first non-native English speaker to hold that office. But before we launch into hearing all about Mareva's new role, let's get to know her better. Now, I know you've been on before, Mareva, but tell us a little bit about you, where you live, your family, your current field assignment, and any other interesting thing our folks may want to hear. So uh, my name is Mariva, and I have a second name, French second name is Muriel, just in case. Uh, I was born into a family of seven children. However, like um, the culture in French Polynesia, it's customary to be uh, adopted by a close relative. And so I was adopted by my mother's sister because she was not able to have a a child. And so even though I am considered part of the family, a unique aspect of my adoption is that I was legally recognized by my my, uh, adoptive parents. So, that's why I carried the name Chong, which is my adopted father and mother's name. And uh, But I learned about my adoption when I was eight years old. Before that, I was not aware of that. We, my parents tried to hide that uh, the best they could. Uh, but at one point in my life, they had to let me know. I am a mother of three daughters a grandmother of four grandchild and a wife, a spouse, and the daughter of my parents, of course. And both of my parents have uh, passed away uh, with my mother's recent passing three months ago. It's brand new and I'm still uh, learning how to live um, in that situation. I live currently on uh, Mooria Island. Mooria Island is just nearby Tahiti Island. But I after, often travel between the two islands. Eh? And voila, I think um, I I summarize most of my little life. <laughs> so Mareva, tell us about your field assignment as a member of the Council of Twelve, the field that you serve. Mm -hmm. So currently I serve as a member of the Council of Twelve in the field called Pacific Asia, which uh, uh, englobes Pacific and East Asia field. The field includes uh, four mission centers, 
the Philippines, Pacific Islands with uh, Hawaii, New Zealand, and Fiji, and, and uh, New Caledonia, Australia, and French Polynesia. Well, this is the assignment where I, I, am, I serve. And that is a massive part of the globe. This is, <laughs> this is a massive part of the globe with a lot of water. I, I often say I, we have a lot of members and a lot of fish too because yeah. there, there is water everywhere. <laughs> and um, in that field, we have a lot of culture, a lot of, of languages and, and different um, kind of life. So it's really rich in diversity. Uh, it's uh, great and super beautiful. However, it's a challenge too, because you, you have to travel by plane. You you can't do otherwise. Eh? You can't go by boat just like that. You have to travel by plane and you need to have, di you have different uh, time zones and, but it's so nice. Mm -hmm. mm. So when did you first start um working as an employed minister in Community of Christ? So I began in 1998 as a volunteer. I began by being a receptionist, answering to the phone for the mission center at that time. Uh, my involvement in the church ministry began in childhood, like a, mm -hmm. a lot of children here, all the children in the church were part of the choir, had roles in reading during worship and it's required, playing the guitar or the ukulele, uh, all these little things the children here uh, did in the past. But I never imagined that I would work for the church one day. Uh, but I went with a young adult group in the World Conference in 1998 and I had an experience who changed completely my life. I felt led to uh, to give my time and I I quit my job at that time and I said with my husband, you work and I will give the our kind of tithing, that's the mm -hmm. understanding at that time for the church. And I began to be a receptionist, a volunteer uh, that year in 1998. After that, I was employed as um, during that same year as an assistant at the bishop's um, office in at the mission center, where I started officially to work counting money received from congregations and making copies of their uh, account statements, and that was the beginning of everything. And so, what came after that? So uh, after that, um, I spent a few years in that service. It was the first time I saw a computer. I turned on a, a big, these big computers in the past, you know, like big boxes. And after that, um, uh, Art Smith came to the to French Polynesia in order to help for the pastoral training. And he stayed, I think, three or four years. And um, I was his assistant. And when he left, I took the training. We call that pastoral school in French Polynesia. So I led the pastoral school 
for a few years. And at the same time, I was the president uh, counselor. And when the president took his retirement, I began to serve as the president of the mission center and the financial and official financial and president of the mission center. That is a big job. Oui. <laughs> and then uh, you, it was from that position that you were called into the council of 12. What year was yes. it? Oh, it was in 2008, I think. 2008. I think, you know. So the irony is that I was the financial official and president of the mission center, but you know, I need to write all the dates, all the amounts, yes. if not my memory is not a memory yes. of numbers. <laughs> yeah, but I need to write everything. And when I write, it's really okay. <laughs> I I understand. So when you were growing up, Mareva, and in your young adult life, did you have any other special interests or hobbies? Yes, so uh, I was a boogie boarder. Every Sunday after service with the young adult, we were uh, uh, in our car and we we all went, uh, we all go to the boogie board, you know, surfing, kind of surfing. Uh -huh. I like that till today. Um, I played handball when I was a young girl because the mission center used to have a sport team basketball, handball, and soccer. And so I was in the handball team. And uh, something I like to do is really uh, being in the garden and cleaning the garden. Mm. I can change the plants, their place, the, pla the place I plant the plants, I can change it and voila. <laughs> well, that's the only things I like. I like to read too. Uh, and uh, and voila. That sounds wonderful. Lots of dimensions in your life. Mm. Well, that brings us to the big reason that we're having this conversation today. And that is this historic moment in the life of the church. Um, the Council of Twelve chose you to serve as the president of our council. I think it would be great to kind of let our listeners understand what that process looks like, um, mm -hmm. how someone is chosen to serve in that role. So would you like to give a little summary of how we do that? Mm -hmm. So uh, our president, uh, Steve Vizi, uh, is uh, the one calling the C12 to, um, uh, he's the one organizing uh, the process for, uh, for uh, the election of a uh, president of the C12. And um, we did, this last year, we did anon anonymously uh, by uh, voting or choosing electronically. And so we asked the members of the C12 who are the ones who are staying in that, uh, who, who is willing to take that role. And, and the names are in front of the C12, and each one has to uh, select the one uh, he's thinking uh, to be the, the president of the C12. So that happened, I think, in two or three three times. 
if my memory is good, but you can maybe uh, correct me. And um, and I was surprised when Steve said, oh, you are the C12 chose you to be the president. So I was thinking maybe it's not a good idea. Maybe it's a good idea. I don't know. <laughs> um, and so I just decided, okay, let's go and I will do my best. And that's the way the the president of the C12 um, was uh, chosen. And that was the first time um, ever that that process took person online. Uh, in the past, it's been in person where yes. the president of the church would come into the council in person. And um, I don't know if it's been this way the whole time you're on the council, Mareva, but since I've been on the council, we would do it anonymously on a little piece of paper yes. and collect in a basket. So the first round is like nominating what person would you. Yes. And then uh, the people that are nominated can accept or decline. And then the voting, yes. voting continues. Continue until one and it, it was different doing it online it felt different to me did it feel different to you it was it was I remember when uh, I think I lived two times two times uh, when we chose uh, president of the council of 12 and yes we were around this round table and uh, the president Vizi came and he shared with us little pieces of paper and we have a, a, a pencil and we have to write a name anonymously on the paper and we give the, the paper to Steve and he go in a, in a corner of the room and it it was so, it was great. It was another way to do that. Mm -hmm. And we were silent and we were just uh, like watching and waiting and he was the one uh, reading all the names, counting and turning his chair, coming back to, uh, to the table and sharing the results. And yes, this year was different. However, um, I think from my, from my part, I felt not, I felt the spirit. It's not the same way, but I really felt that spirit um, when we had to click on a name, um, because we are encouraged, of course, like every time to pray, to consider, to reflect. And it's not just a click and that's it. No, it's really a, a reflection of uh, of what God is asking us to, to do. And so it was a great moment too. I think it, it's historical because it's the first time we are doing this online. Wait, so yeah, it's different. At the same time, there are common things in the in the process. Yes, and the spirit definitely was in full. I appreciated the space of time that we had because mm -hmm. rather than one session where it might, by the time we uh, elect a president and a secretary, it might be a half hour, even maybe an hour mm -hmm. online, we do each round and it would be a day or two in between. Yes. Round. And so it was very, um, it allowed a lot of time for prayer and meditation and reflection in the process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And that makes a difference when we have that time between the two, the different roles, eh? because mm-hmm. it's really uh, you go deeper in your in your um, in your choice in your reflection. So yeah, it's it's nice. Okay, so in addition to being the first non-native English speaker serving as president, you're you're only the second woman to serve in this role. So Linda Booth, who served many years, retired in 2019, and Ron Harmon served the four years um, until you took this role. And of course, he was called into the presiding bishopric as our presiding bishop. Um, And because of COVID, he actually served four years. We were going to have a world conference in 2022. So how do you see this new chapter with you as the president of the Council of Twelve, expanding the diversity of the council and changing or impacting things into the future? So the the blessing is comes from the council. I am a servant, but the blessing is really in the council. And I think we have the first council of 12 more diverse since the beginning. We are six women and six, uh, six women and six men. And um, most of them are coming from um, non-American countries and um, languages. We we still have uh, these languages, uh, Spanish, English, and, and and French. But uh, there are many dialects, like enough for for Africa or for uh, Spanish too, and and for uh, Polynesian we have Tahitian, for example. So many, so diverse, and. Um, I, I feel that as a blessing, but at the same time as a challenge, because um, I was not really confident of myself personally for my, on myself, because the system is more a U.S. system uh, when I began. And I said, yeah, I don't know all the, the little things I have to know in order to find information, in order to go deeper, to 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 see who are the best person to 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 reach out uh, how to do it um and so that was my concern but after that i said ah you know it's not the system who is leading us we are the strategic plan we are the system so we are the ones who the system has to follow uh the spirit and follow the Voila, the work of all the council. And that gave me the courage to, to uh, really say, okay, no, it's good. I can, I can do it. But I won't be able to do it by myself. It's not, it's not my style, at least. I'm just talking for, for me. It's not my style to work only with one or two persons. I am... Uh, team, I work better in teams. And I know that each one of the Council of 12 has a gift and uh, each one has something to to give uh, in the organization, in the reflection. It's not only for um, what we have to work on, but really about everything the Council of 12 has to be involved. 
Um, that's why we are um, we are connected one another. Uh, if not, we are not complete. And that's my my way to think. And it gives me a lot of assurance. Uh, I'm still learning because oh la la, the church is really uh, has the, the simplicity, but sometimes there are things you really have to know uh, the complexity of different things. Eh? And when you are uh, just from outside, uh, it's it's great. Even when you are a member of the Council of Twelve, it's it's super. But when you are in that role, you learn more, and you you have to be aware of way more things. And so, it's not scary. It's just different. <laughs> and so, voila! I am happy. I am um, happy to serve in that role. And I really trust in the in the each member of the situation. Yeah. One of the really exciting things for me as a native English speaker and being in meetings that have been led by native English speakers was sitting around the table for the first time and having the meetings led in French. It was, I still get tingles all over my body. And I thought this is, this is so cool. And I put on my, you know, translating headset and I'm sitting there and I mean, I've been in meetings that have been translated for many, many years and all languages have been translated. So I definitely have been on the receiving end of the translator. But when the meeting is being conducted in a language that's not yours, it's very different. And so I instantly had a new and deeper understanding of the challenges of being in critically important meetings and having the majority of the meeting spoken in a language that's yeah. not not your yes. native language. And um, I've had a taste of that because we have people that don't speak English. And as I said, we've had translation. But when 85% in the meeting is not your native language, I was like deeply, deeply humbled and appreciative of that challenge. So Mareva, you've been in the role not long now, but can you tell us a little bit about what the role of the president of the Council of Twelve looks like, what, what your responsibilities are? And I know that you work with a team too. We, so I am um, first a supporter for each uh, episode, uh, a supporter. I think uh, it's important to be uh, as a president, president a supporter, um, reflecting on what are the priorities we have to work on, um, all the topics we have to uh, to take from all over the the world, from the from the first presidency, the presiding bishopric, and to put that all together and to reflect on how and how can we work efficiently with that uh, on that and what are the priorities and organize this in um, the meetings and and reflect on how we can uh, help the. C12 to uh, learn more about having information, inviting all the people who can be uh, and who can enrich the C12 and 
put that in meetings or conversations or different things, ways uh, to um, to make decisions, to help the C12 to make decisions or to, uh, to work on different topics. I am also a part of the, um, a group called the Corporate Body, um, who is um, a, a little group deciding uh, a few things or reflecting of, on few things before uh, before other teams and um, uh, working in the human resource part of the human resource for international part of the um, uh, budget team with the PB uh, of course member of the World Church Finance Board And at this time, uh, helping the first presidency um, uh, to see if there are ways the C12, really the, this bridge between the C12, that's not even a bridge, just being kind of represent of the C12, sometimes in front of the first presidency and the presiding bishopric when it's needed. So um, in the past, when Ron... Harmon and Linda Booth were the presidents. It seemed like, of course, I think they officed in the temple. So it seemed like they met often with the first presidency or mm -hmm. the first presidency and the presiding bishop. Has that been a challenge for you to, to keep that connection, especially with Scott, who's the director of field ministry? So is there like an intentional time that you all do that? Because you're either traveling about your field or in um, Tahiti most of the time, other than when we're in meetings face-to-face. -face. How does mm -hmm. how has that worked? So my meetings are online because I'm coming to um, the temple where the offices are at the same time than all the C12. I'm not coming at, at another time. And so I am really um, happy that we have this opportunity uh, electronically, online, to do the meetings. And it's the quality is the same. However, there are moments we, uh, we like to be uh, in person, but these moments have to wait till we, we, we will meet um, at Independence. But, Online is um, something we are doing a lot now, even in the field, even between the C12 and with the, the PB. So it's it's a, a good way to um, to do our meetings and to talk and, and to take time to uh, reflect on things and to catch news. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's great to know that that's working well for you. And I know it's a challenge to fit that in. And especially with the time difference um, that's in the midst of that. And like you, you know, since the pandemic, we've been able to evaluate um, how online can really enhance our connection. And now that we can be with each other face to face, it's really empowered it to have times when we're together person to person with our field, with our mission centers, as well as the Council of 12, and then mix that up with online. It seems to be enriching, I think. 
It is, it is. Um, and, you know, we have these ways where you just uh, choose the language you need and you have the the subtitles and uh, oh, it's it just the the way we are doing things today just moving forward and it makes the communication so easier than in the past wait that is good to know that is good mm -hmm. to know so this is a lot Mareva how has this brand new chapter in your ongoing adventure with God and with the church changed things for you? I am organizing my life differently. <laughs> yes, I thought that in the past we had a crazy life, but now it's, uh, it's still crazy. But I think it's not a secret. I think the organization of the life is essential. Spending time with the family, spending time with in the midst of the members where you live, and uh, organizing online uh, meetings uh, in the field and with the C12 and other um, other meetings, um, organizing differently. Uh, my life was. Uh, was really important. There are still little things I need to adjust. I recognize because now I'm living not on Tahiti, so that makes a, ch a more challenge because I live on an island nearby Tahiti. And most of the activities are in Tahiti. So I have to travel often by boat and come back. And uh, the airport is there. So if I traveling in the field or going in the United States, uh, I have to take an airplane here to arrive at the local airplane um, airport there and just walk a little bit to be at the international airport with your suitcase. So it's kind of um, a, a new life because a lot of things happen at the same time. Uh, however, there's always, I always found um, a solution, an opportunity to, uh, to do, uh, to try new things. And so the organization of the life of my life uh, is really essential. And of course, uh, more um, concentrate on spirituality, on learning, and uh, kind of, I, I'm, I called a friend who is a coach asking, okay, you know, I have this now, I, I, how can we do that? This, this, this at the same time. So she gave me little um, uh, strategies. So it have to be open to learn and to uh, to adapt. But to learn is uh, essential too, at least for me. Yeah? And this deep connection with uh, with God was um, and is. A big part of the of the child of my of my life because when I see all these, it's not only challenges but blessings too. This connection with God is is so precious. Yes, to yes. move forward. So, Mareva, as you speak of this 
God connection and this precious uh, relationship and um, deep source of life that calls us, how do you sense God calling community of Christ into the future? Mm. I feel confident about God's plan or God's will for the community of Christ. I'm not sure there is a plan. I leave God doing what God is has to do. Um, I know that we are called to be the hope for so many um, in this world who are not heard, who are heard, who are in different generation, culture, I know that we have a treasure to share. I know that the community of Christ has a message to give um, and so many actions to, to, to share with, uh, with all. The world is, um, is a great place to, to live and, and there are so many, many um, places for everyone and Everyone has to be to to have the same rights everywhere, and it's not the case. It is not the case at all. And we are on the path to reveal. We begin to reveal uh, messages through our actions, through our decisions, who were not decisions people often approved supported uh, but being hands and 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 hearts of Jesus on this earth is is not a, an easy an easy task and call but I know that the community of Christ has a, a treasure to share we can't keep that treasure that message that hope that love that peace for us it will be selfish so um And our actions will make the difference. Our decisions will make the difference. So what are your hopes for Community of Christ as you look even five, maybe 10 years from now, your hopes? I hope that we will be, we will continue to raise the rights of everyone, justice for everyone. That we will continue to be in to live in the reality and not only um kind of a message uh, an abstract message but really being act action and uh, a church with actions um i will i will say that our name is just it's just the first step sharing the name and and to be concrete in what, to be coherent in what we are saying and what we are doing, and all the people can find in us in this in the community um, a place where they can be safe, when they can be heard, when they can be loved, and we can go everywhere and 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 they know that there are people they can be uh, in secure secure with a community they can just sit how who whoever they are like they are and and have the same rights the, the same rights than everyone 
in this world. The place where they are war, we can we are there and by our prayers, but if we can do something concrete for them, that will be that will make a huge difference. We have so many things to do. It's kind of changing this this world. That can be a topic, but I strongly believe that with our little things, uh, we'll make a, little things can be a pivot, a transformative experience for for so many. Um, and I'm praying that we will continue to be stronger on that way, on that path. So speaking of um, that hope for raising the rights of everyone and to live in the reality of life, not just speak of it in the abstract, your um, French Polynesia Mission Center recently held a national conference. Can you tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, yes. Um, two weekends ago, we had a national conference. Uh, we prepared the, the members and friends here for a long time. Uh, and we, the church, accepted to recommend the changes of the policies for uh, the marriage for all. I think that's the way we say that. And uh, for uh, the call of a priesthood mm -hmm. for married people who are in the same sex marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a great historical moment. We are the only one here um, who this concretely decided and are ready to act for uh, for that purpose. So we have the same. Everyone is in a full participation. It's not fair. Let me. It's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. It's not fair that a part of the children of God have full participation and others, you know. Uh, the others, we, we are sharing sacraments, full sacraments for others, but not for, 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 the, for others. And so we are at that stage. And we, um, the church approved at 80%. Oh. And... It was a good, good uh, surprise. We, uh, I felt that we, we were ready, um, but 80% was at least for, for us uh, who are in, a, who are living on, an, on, on islands where the people will just say straight to you, why are you doing this? And we began to, members already shared with me, their friends who are not of the church and are saying things. <laughs> and they are kind of not hurted, but uh, they have to be prepared to answer kindly with love because mm -hmm. uh, not everyone will understand what we are doing. Ooh. And so after that uh, national conference, so leaders were invited. I was also invited in um, colloquy for LGBTQI 
A plus and 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 I am so blessed to be part of this community. Mm. Um, when you hear the the suffering of the people, when you don't live in, it's different. You you when you read, when you see in TV on TV, when when you hear testimony is different. But but you, when you have them face to face and them sharing their testimony, you just say thanks God for this community who is not claiming claiming only but doing something for your children mm -hmm. and so yeah we courageously uh, <laughs> are journeying in that on that way on that path yes that that is a courageous journey and that represents a long long walk together with the people and conversations deep conversations and over a long period of time, mm -hmm. very, very courageous. It is. It is. It is uh, maybe obvious for many who are listening that uh, it's obvious to do that. It is, however, according to cultures, it's different when you live in different cultures, in different people, especially when you're and islanders where islands are closed and the people know everyone and so they won't hesitate to to say uh, their opinion and uh, and we have to continue to uh, raise the the flag of hope uh, to raise the words of uh, of peace and to be peace, to be peace in the midst of all the things who are saying about us. And uh, we are here, for example, we are in, on TV, we're on radio, so the people are really aware and so they are still questioning. They, are, they don't understand for, for few, for others they are. Even in the church, uh, when I think about the 20%, my heart is just crying because we need to to take care of them too. They, to affirm that they have their they have their seats, they have their roles in the in, in the community, even though they are they are not aligned with this decision. And so that's the beauty, I think, of the community. Yeah. Everyone is worthy. Yes. Yeah. So, Mareva, is there anything else you would? share with us today that I haven't asked you about? I I would like just to invite um, the church to continue to uphold nations of the world, every nations, especially the ones and the families and the people who are suffering whatever they are, uh, to continue to being, to do Jesus' mission on earth. There is a, 
call for everyone to participate in that mission. Whoever, wherever we are, whoever we are, um, we have the call to participate in that mission and we need everyone to be part of that mission. I'm thinking about uh, busy at this time, the first presidency, presiding bishopric. And I'm thinking about the C12 too, but I'm thinking about all the members, all the leaders, the members, the friends who are everywhere in this world. I know that uh, there are likes where where they are, and uh, and that light has to continue. And they know that the community of Christ is a place where they can just be themselves and be safe if they need support of love. So I'm praying that maybe it's too large, but I'm praying that people will know the community of Christ as a safe place, as a family of love for them. And uh, and the community of justice for everyone. Well, we really appreciate you sharing with us today, Mareva, and the reminder that we, the community of Christ, uh, leaders, members, friends, are called to be the hope and that we do have a treasure to share and a message to give and that we're called to action, action of peace and justice. Mm -hmm. That's a wonderful, a wonderful um, beacon of hope and call that you have given us today and appreciate you sharing so uh, authentically and vulnerably with us. And it's a joy um, to celebrate this historic moment in the life of the church and to have you uh, represent the Council of Twelve and serve the Council of Twelve mm -hmm. as our president. Mm -hmm. So thank you for being with us today, Mareva. Merci. Merci beaucoup. And listeners, oui. listeners, if you would like to hear more from Mareva, you can check out episode number 611 in our Holy Grounds series to hear all about Mareva's practices with spiritual formation and go to the Community of Christ YouTube channel, put Mareva Arno Chong in the search box and it will pull up everything that Mareva has posted there under Community of Christ. And as always, a very special thanks to you, our listeners, for spending a portion of your day with us. This is your host, Robin Linkhart, and you are listening to Project Zion Podcast. Go out and make the world a better place. Take care. Bye-bye.